just one of the greatest seasonal songs of all time because it's not specifically Christmassy, but it absolutely sets the mood just like it does in the Charlie Brown Christmas special. That song is called Skating by the Vince Guaraldi Trio, and it's it's very festive, you know, until somebody gets whipped around by their scarf and thrown into the snowbank, and that's Snoopy. He's impetuous. It's the Brian Oak Show. Thank you very much for tuning in to Episode 7 of our podcast. I am Brian Oak, joined by my business partner, producer, and, well, slowly but surely, partner in crime. That would be one Sean Bernard. How are you, Sean? I don't want to be any part of your crimes. Oh, that's not what you were saying earlier when we were doing them. Uh, Since we've done our last podcast, a lot has gone down. One was Thanksgiving. Did you enjoy your Thanksgiving? My sister made the most incredible meal I've ever eaten in my life, and I like to eat. You can probably tell. Now, I understand that Thanksgiving is always very satisfying. Is there not just a little bit of hyperbole? Are you telling me it's literally the best meal you've ever had in your life? Well, as far as each individual item being cooked to perfection, yeah. yes. Okay. Yeah, it really was wow. incredible. Yeah. And I don't know where she learned it because my parents were not cooks. So. What, what, when it comes to Thanksgiving, I know it's already behind us, but I always like to ask people this because to me, turkey is sort of a dry, nasty meat. I know there's a lot of it, which is why it's there. Even if it's done well, which my mom does a great job with the turkey, it's my least favorite thing on the plate with the possible exception of sweet potatoes because you better get that bowl away from me or I'm going to throw it across the room. What is your favorite thing on the Thanksgiving feast table? Well, I love love the stuffing. The stuffing is fantastic. It's my single favorite thing. Yeah, it's so it's good. salty. Yes. It's fatty. It's carby. <laughs> it's it, it's nature's perfect stack. <laughs> that's that's beautiful. Oh, and if you pour a little gravy over the top of it, oh, and then yeah. just go into a complete glucose coma right after you eat, <laughs> ah, it's one of my favorite times of the year. And then, of course, right after Thanksgiving was Black Friday, which I normally avoid like the plague. I mean, it is after all called Black Friday. I've never gotten up at 4 a.m. I've never knocked over an elderly person to get my hands on some cheap doll or silly bad television. But I was out on Black Friday this year because it also happened to be Record Store Day Black Friday, which, you know, Record Store Day happens in April, and it's a gigantic event. This is sort of their smaller event, but it's a chance to sort of get people into record stores. It's a prelude to Small Business Saturday. And I was out at Mill City Sound in Hopkins. Rob and his entire crew were fantastic. There were a bunch of great music fans out there. And I spun records for a few hours very early on Friday morning. He took, uh, the owner, Rob, took uh, pictures, and there were, like, Huge lines. Oh, it was, the line was down the block. It was but, crazy. But if you go on Record Store Day, like when I used to go on Record Store Day when I worked at a radio station, we would start there and then work our way east across the metro and try to stop by seven or eight different record stores. The line there was always a minimum of two blocks long, so it wasn't quite that long. But no, people wanted to get the Record Store Day exclusives, and they also do a really good job of curating their wall. So there's a lot of good stuff there. So thanks to them. And then as soon as I was done there, I got the hell out of everywhere and went right back home because Black Friday can, yeah, just go away. But then Small Business Saturday, I went out and I have some really cool stuff in my neighborhood. I live in Southeast Minneapolis and I made a point of, I didn't spend a ton of money, what with being unemployed other than this highly lucrative podcast. I did stop by a few of my local establishments though on Small Business Saturday. So a lot has transpired since last we spoke and it's good. And it, you know, it, it put me in the mood. Like once we get past Thanksgiving, I love Christmas music. I love Christmas time. Snow fell. I got to shovel two different times and wipe off all the vehicles, which is always a delight. I, you know, I, I've got just enough sidewalk and driveway to not own a snowblower, 
but then you get an eight inches of snow and especially that second round which was sort of like heart attack snow you know like real heavy real wet I'm moving on in here, Sean. I don't know if you can see it in my eyes. I don't want to out you as a nice guy, but you actually helped some neighbors out and shoveled there. I, I just got to—you didn't tell me to say this. I just think that was pretty cool that you did that. Well, so, the deal, so the Minnesota way. The deal is this: I live on a block where I wouldn't say we're all ultra tight, but if I'm not the first one out there, someone's usually shoveled or snowblown my sidewalk. And if my neighbors aren't the first one out there, then I go a little ways down. I mean, if you have a snowblower. I, I don't I can't think of a good reason why you don't do the whole damn block, you selfish piece of crap. <laughs> Just celebrate it. Celebrate that snow. Dude, if I had a snowblower, or snowblower, I, I would. I'd go for six blocks. Let's keep doing this. is fun. <laughs> Let's go. But as a shoveler, yeah, no. I mean, you you know, you help your neighbors when you can. And again, it's not like I brought them meals or cured sick children but you know if you have a chance to even do half of their driveway for them whatever i think it's a good thing to do so it put me in the mood i have to admit i'm not like feeling super christmasy but with snow on the ground and listening to some holiday music and we're going to hear more of it later on in the show i am in the mood and um a little later on i want to talk uh, very briefly this is not going to be a show about affirmations it's not going to be a show about how to be a good person or meditations or those kinds of things But I do have something very important I want to say about a recent event in my life and moving forward and just letting go because it's the only way to do it. Just ahead, we got to cover a couple of really great music stories that popped up in the last week. And to get us into one of those, you know, being in this good mood, I want to play a song that if you listen to the lyrics, it's very, very melancholy. But... It might be one of my very favorite songs that's come out in the last 10 years. Grimes is a young, independent producer, singer-songwriter, musician. She does it all herself, and all kinds of people have tried to move in on her scene, and she literally gives the double whammy to every one of them, like, beat it, nerds. I got this, and she totally has this, and this is one of her highlights. This is Grimes' Flesh Without Blood on The Brian Oak Show.
Music of Grimes, that song, oh, man, do I love that song, comes off her last release, Art Angels. Of course, she has a brand new release out called Miss Anthropocene, like Miss Congeniality, but Anthropocene. Grimes on the Brian Oak Show. Sean, do you know much about Grimes? I don't. I have a great deal of respect for her. I like her very much. I like the style of her music. I like her independence. She was dating Elon Musk, the billionaire space explorer, for a while. I don't know if that's still a thing or not, but she's got a brand new record called Miss Anthropocene, which is something of a portmanteau, if you will, the combination of two words to create something new, misanthrope and Anthropocene, which happens to be the modern era where humans have had an impact on the environment. Isn't that fascinating? It really is. I thought a portmanteau was some kind of a wine. Like a cheese, maybe? Perhaps a, a cheese. Perhaps a soft, smelly cheese. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's not. It's the name of the new Grimes album. And Lana Del Rey, who also is a very particular individual who I happen to like a great deal, recently interviewed Grimes for a piece in Interview Magazine. And Lana asked Grimes, do you feel like the songs are more personal on this record, or do they have the overculture weighing on them? which made me afraid to read the answer. I'm going to share the answer with you briefly before we talk about who brings you the Brian Oak Show. Grimes responded to that question about the overculture. A bit of both. I'm really obsessed with polytheism. I love how the ancient Greeks or the ancient Egyptians lived in this weird anime world where there were just tons of gods that could be anything. It's like every form of suffering had a representation. I wonder if it almost has a positive psychological effect. If your kid dies in a war, you can literally go speak to war and be like, why did you do this? Or I hope you did this for a reason. There's a weird philosophical justification for all pain. And there's anthropomorphization of every form of pain. In our current society, we don't even know how to talk about things. So my album's a modern demonology or a modern pantheon where every song is about a different way to suffer or a different way to die. If you think about it, God making or God designing just seems so fun. The idea of making the goddess of plastic seems so fun to me. Sounds like that's going to be a very challenging listen. My name is Brian Oak. It is the Brian Oak Show, and it's made possible by some sponsors. Our very first sponsor before we ever recorded a single episode was Smart Start MN. They are the state's ignition interlock company. What does that mean? It means that if you make a terrible mistake, you get a Dewey. Hopefully, you don't hurt anybody. You don't hurt yourself. You shouldn't drink and drive to begin with. I, 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 can't, I can't think of another sponsor where I sincerely hope you never talk to them, but people seem to keep making this mistake, and if you do it, you're going to need to drive afterwards, and the, the quickest way to get back in, the least expensive way to get back into your vehicle so you can still go to work, get to where you need to go, is by talking to Smart Start MN. They can get you back in your vehicle way sooner than you'd expect, and for a lot less, I was surprised how inexpensive it was. So I'm glad they jumped on board. And it just got less expensive if you go to smartstartmn.com slash the Brian Oak Show because they're offering 20% off to our listeners. Really? Yeah. If you go in through that particular portal, what is it again? It's smartstartmn.com forward slash the Brian Oak Show. And we will link to that to our website or from our website. It's not set up yet, Mm -hmm. but I'll try to have that set up by tomorrow through our good friend, Amy Stubblefield Barthel. Fantastic. Well, again, I hope that you don't get a Dewey. If you do, apparently now it's even less expensive to get back in your vehicle and get moving. Try to avoid drinking and driving. I don't know if you've heard, but it's genuinely a terrible idea. Should you skirt it? Should you overestimate your own abilities? Smart Start MN can help you out. SmartStartMN.com slash The Brian Oak Show. A couple more music news stories I wanted to share real quick before we get to tonight's guest. Jen Smith is coming by to talk about Toys for Tots. It turns out today happens to be giving to 
Tuesday. So there is Thanksgiving, Black Friday, Small Business Saturday. Jeez, let me just get some Cyber sleep. Monday. Uh, Cyber Monday. Again, Cyber Monday, but then Giving Tuesday. So we'll be talking to her very shortly, but I have a couple of other stories I wanted to share real quick. Are you familiar with the streaming, the Spotify, the way the, the young people today enjoy the music? I've heard of it. Yeah, well, it's uh, it's very popular. In fact, it's been popular for a long time. And here we are, if you think about it, we are three weeks away from the end of a decade. The teens, the 20 teens are about to end, man. It's going to be 2020 in a matter of a few short weeks. So all these end of year lists and end of decade lists are starting to come out. Would you care to hazard a guess as to the single most streamed artist was in the past year? Adele. I don't know. Pretty close. Pretty cl- I, I don't think she's put a record out in like six years. Oh, really? Uh, Post Malone. Okay, and I like maybe. Heard. All right, give me give me your top three Post Malone songs, and we'll move on. I love the uh, my new sneakers are my favorite thing. I love my haircut is different than yours, and I think my probably my very favorite is she's not my girlfriend, she's my aunt. That's my. <laughs> Probably my top three. Well, for those of you listening at home and keeping track, none of those are Post Malone songs, which is kind of the bit. I couldn't name one with a gun to my head. I would recognize him because he looks like he doesn't smell good and he has facial tattoos. (laughs) That being said, the single most popular streaming artist in the last year, I have friends my age, my advanced age, who love this guy. And I've tried, and it's just not my jam. Would you care to hazard a guess as to the, the biggest streamed artist over the last 10 years is in the world? Um, last ten. It's not Adele. Is it a band or an artist? A guy, Canadian Drake sensitive. That's the guy. Oh, yeah, no. From Degrassi to the most streamed artist in a decade. What's your favorite Drake song? I like sugar, 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 sugar. Okay, that's yeah. also that's a really yeah. good one too. I'm going to stop asking you questions now. His name is Sean <laughs> Bernard. It's the Brian Oak Show. Post Malone and Drake, they are the ones ruling popular culture, not just here but worldwide. Let's get into something that's actually going to be enjoyable. What's that? A brand new Tenacious D song. The D is back, baby. Yeah. Rage Cage and Jables, they are back. So recently, I was somewhere abroad. They bumped into Jack White, one of my all-time favorites of the White Stripes, and Tours, Dead Weather, etc., etc., etc. And Jack White, Jack Black, and Kyle Gass all together. Well, Third Man Studios, which is Jack White Studios, record shop, his whole thing that he does, he has this series of seven-inch singles he puts out called The Blue Series. And anybody who stops by from... Uh, Tom Jones to whoever, Insane Clown Posse, because they're also from Detroit, stopped by and did one. Well, the D, one of my, and I'm not joking, a lot of people think of them as a comedy band, they write them off. You know I love the D, right? I do know that. I My life has changed quite literally because of the D. Well, they stopped by, and Jack White produced a brand new song from the D that maybe doesn't live up to their greatest output of all time, but God damn it, it's the D, man. Don't blow it, Cage. This is new Tenacious D on The Brian Oak Show. Here we come, Cage. You ready? Ready. Hold up. Here we come. One, two, three. Don't blow a cage, don't blow a cage. Just play the best shit you've ever fucking played. Don't blow a cage, don't blow a cage. Just play the best shit you've ever fucking played. All right. Jack White invited us to party. He wanted us to kick out the jams. 
Red light, it's time for us to party. I'm hoping we can kick out the jams. Don't blow it, cage. Don't blow it, cage. Just play the best shit you ever fucking played. Don't blow it, cage. Don't blow it, cage. Just play the best shit you ever fucking played. Solo. My love of the D is not ironic. It is not a joke. It is not half-hearted. I have traveled to Atlanta to see Tenacious D, and that is a brand-new single. It came out as a 7-inch, which sold out way before I could get to it on Black uh, Record Store Day, Black Friday, this past Friday. And um, I'm just glad that it's out there because, yeah, it sounds like they wrote it literally in the green room five minutes before they started to play it. But I don't care because I love Rage Cage and Jables. They are my guys, which my love of them may have gotten the better of me, may have agitated me, may have raised my temper when I tried to go see them this past summer, and things went poorly. Uh, And I know a lot of people want me to spill the tea about exactly what went down. Here's the only thing I'm going to say, and I'll make it brief. I'm not ever going to talk about it ever again. In fact, I want nothing more than to move on. Mistakes were made on both sides. Things were said. Heated words happened. Things went down. After Thanksgiving and heading into the holiday season, this is the time to start doing better. There is no joy or grace or nobility in vengeance. There is a strength and an inspiration in moving on and doing better and just trying to figure out what is next. So it was a kerfuffle, to be certain, and things went in an unfortunate direction, but I'm never going to talk about it again. In fact, the very, very last thing I'm going to say on the subject forever is this right here. Debbie, I'm sorry. It's the Brian Oak Show. Thank you very much for tuning in. We're going to get to our first guest here in just a moment. I just want to mention that this is Giving Tuesday. So after... What was it? What was it? Black Magic Monday? Is that what yesterday was? <laughs> I think that's right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we had Thanksgiving. We had Record Store Day and, and Black Friday. We had Small Business Saturday. We had Cyber Monday. And now today is Giving Tuesday. And really, giving doesn't have to have a special day. But you do find that people get together, and sometimes you need a little kick in the pants to do something right. And Giving Tuesday is kind of this huge worldwide effort that is. It can be volunteering. It can be donating money. It can be donating goods or services to just about anything. It's a global 
Global Generosity Movement. It happens on December 3rd, which is the day we're recording this particular podcast. It's 2019. And to join us to talk about another opportunity and a chance to do something good for people on the holiday season is someone I've gotten to know over recent years. Uh, In fact, she cuts my hair. Now you're thinking, really, Brian, on your podcast, are we having your hairdresser on? Because look what she has to work with. I mean, and she probably walks in and sees me and she's like, you know how good you looked when you left the salon and now you look like a night you look like somebody hit you with a cattle prod a few times in the face and like maybe you've been stung by hornets i'm sorry jen i appreciate that uh her name is jen smith and she i know her for her work at harrow smith which i think is the coolest salon in the twin cities and i've been going there for a long time how are you jen Wonderful. How are you, Brian? I'm doing very well. It's nice to have you come by. Thank Thanks you for coming. Thanks for having me. Now, again, we're not here to talk about how difficult it must be to work on my hair or what little is left of it. Uh, what we're here to talk about is your involvement and Harrowsmith's involvement in an upcoming event. But before we do that, before we talk about Toys for Tots, I would like to know more about you. Where are you from? I'm from South Minneapolis, Minnesota. Yeah, you grew up, born and raised? Close enough, okay. by way of Edina, All right, well, perhaps a little northeast. Well, Jan Smith is our guest right now, and she works at, a, again, Harrow Smith is a great salon. Tell me about when you first took scissor to hair. When did that, what was the first time in your life that happened? Oh, God. I'm thinking I was probably four years old. Cut your own bangs? My bangs. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Mom, it'll grow back. Oh, I didn't care if it grew back. I wanted to keep cutting. Yeah. <laughs> When's the first time you put scissor to someone else's hair? When I was five. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Voluntarily? Were they a willing participant? Completely willing. Okay, very good. And so you've been doing this your whole life? Yes, ever since I could pretty much speak. Well, and speaking of speaking, one of the reasons that I love coming to see you is you and I, we have an easy vibe, and you're easy to talk to, and you're fun to talk to, and we both don't put up with very much shit. That's not to say that we're angry types. It's not to say that we are overly, I don't know, judgmental, but it's... We both set the bar relatively low. Don't be a piece of shit. And it's shocking how many people can't pass that simple test. Just don't be a piece of shit and always use the word kerfluffle. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like I'm winning already. So you are and and Harrowsmith are involved in a pretty cool event that's coming up. Will you tell me about it? It's so exciting and what a wonderful opportunity. So my salon that I work at, Mm -hmm. Harrowsmith, has... uh, Our owners, Stephanie and Lisa, are in a band by the name of Almost Cooper. And my salon has had the opportunity of working with Alice himself. He has a wonderful, wonderful school, and that is called Alice Cooper's Solid Rock for teens. It's a teen center from 12 to 20. Children of ages all over the place have come here, and they've learned arts that they perhaps couldn't learn in their own communities singing, dancing, writing, any type of art. Where is the school located? It's in Arizona. It is in Arizona. Yeah, it's a so, wonderful place. And we're talking about Alice Cooper, Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper, Alice Cooper. School's out forever. Yes. Million and dollar babies. almost Cooper, Stephanie and Lisa's baby with Bobby Jensen uh-huh. and Chris Fox of Hairball, they have teamed up with Alice to bring a show to the myth in Maplewood Thursday night, doors at six. Uh-huh. And at this time, we also have amazing amounts of toys at the salon, that Toys for Tots. We've become a drop-off spot. Yeah, that's fine. Here's the thing about Toys for Tots. So I've worked with numerous organizations over the years that have been part of it. Toys for Tots is a massive international effort, and it's founded by the Marines. 
what they always say every time I've ever talked to any representative or spokesperson is the hardest people to, it's easy to buy a teddy bear or something for a little kid. Teens, which this school is focused on, they are the ones that are most often overlooked. And maybe when you're 14, that's not the magical Christmas season for you. (laughs) But it's still nice to get something. And there are a lot of people in that age range that are underprivileged and can benefit from a program. So what you're telling me, if if I understand this correctly, coming up, there's an event at the Myth where people can enjoy the music of Alice Cooper. I have seen so many pictures of Lisa and Steph in their bloody horror nurses outfits. Nightmare nurses. Nightmare nurses. That's what they call them. Um, so people can enjoy that music well-performed and bring toys so they can help underprivileged youth enjoy a better Christmas and have their faces melted off. Oh, my gosh, yes. And all the proceeds of the show go to Alice's school. That's Solid fantastic. Rock. Yeah. And all the toys donated go to Toys for Tots locally. Well, we are going to talk more about that in just a minute, but I uh, we're going to get into music. And when I told you you're on the show, I'm like, the only condition on a guest is they have to pick songs out. And that might make the show a little more eclectic, a little more chaotic, but that's what I want. I want songs that matter to people. I want songs that people feel. I don't really care if there's a theme. I don't care if it makes sense. And I love Christmas music. The only... My Halloween music collection is close, but I have more Christmas music than any other one type of genre anywhere in my collection, be it electronic, vinyl, CD, whatever, Um, you know, uh, wax cylinders, whatever the case may be. (laughs) Um, And so I love it. What I don't love is it's October 20th and I walk into a store and see a giant holiday display or when it was November 10th and I walked into the Mall of America and the first thing I heard was that flaming Mariah Carey turd, All I Want for Christmas is no You. No bueno, no oh, bueno. Oh, boo. Now, I do like some of the classics, but I like some of the weird stuff. But once we get past Thanksgiving, I love Christmas music, so I'm so glad you picked out a couple of them. And we're going to start with, who are we starting with? Are we starting with Peggy Lee? Brenda Lee. Brenda Lee. Fred Lee? Brenda. Brenda Lee? Okay. Rocking and why, around and the and Christmas why, tree. And why did you want this song? Just because it's so special and Christmassy? Well, yeah, and we're going to rock around the Christmas tree on Thursday night at the Myth. Fantastic news. Here's Fred Lee on The Brian Oak Show. <laughs> <laughs> Tries to stop rocking around the Christmas tree. Let the Christmas spirit ring. Later, we'll have some pumpkin pie and we'll do some caroling. You will get a sentimental feeling when you hear. Christmas tree, have a happy holiday. Everyone dancing merrily in the new old-fashioned way.
I'm, I'm serious. I love Christmas music. But the reason it's special and the reason that it's good and the reason that it's okay is when you keep it, like, wait till after Thanksgiving. And let's just do it for a month. That's why midwinter celebrations are special. That's why it's cold and crappy. It's snowed. We have to shovel. And it's dark outside. The sun sets at 3.30 in the afternoon. But if I start hearing that garbage in October... And music evokes memory, right? So you're like, by December, I'm ready to kind of remember the old childhood days and Mm -hmm. all the fun and shenanigans and sledding. And that's the whole bit. And that's why we're talking about Toys for Tots, which we're going to get back to here in just a moment. But first, I want to thank another sponsor for The Brian Oak Show, which, by the way, everybody, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being sponsors on Patreon. But also thank you to Great River Radon Mitigation. So radon is a naturally occurring element. It is a noble gas that exists apparently a lot in granite. We've got a ton of it here in the upper Midwest. As it decays, it often heads out into your basement of your home, and you don't want that. It is a leading cause of lung cancer, and lung cancer is a bad thing. Cancer is bad in general. Radon can be mitigated, though. Your home can be safer, and Lori from Great River Radon Mitigation has jumped on board. In fact, it says here it's the leading cause of lung cancer in non-smokers, according to the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency, and many Minnesotans only get a radon test when they sell their homes and for your own safety and the safety of your family and pets you should get a radon test done so a radon test is actually relatively inexpensive now if you have radon and the radon mitigation comes through that's clearly going to be a greater expense but better safe than sorry the leading cause of lung cancer among non-smokers in minnesota that's heavy absolutely not only do they mitigate radon but they also do the testing and she'll do it for 100 bucks if you uh, text her there at that number or give them a call uh, if you mentioned the brian oak show Correct. or if you text laurie at 612-701-2216 that is 612-701-2216 i don't like to be one of those guys who drums up a panic but also you know it's real i, I hate to break it to you but we don't live on a safe planet and there are unseen dangers around every corner mitigate this one if you can and thanks to Great River Radon Mitigation for jumping on early to The Brian Oak Show. Again, their main office, 612-701-2215 or Laurie directly at 701-2216. And if you mention The Brian Oak Show, they're going to knock 50% off of your radon testing. Yeah, it's 100 bucks. Yeah, well, it normally costs 50% more of that, so I guess that's what, knocking off 33. I was under the impression there would be no math, Sean. That's clearly math right there. Yeah, no, and I, I I'm bad. It up. That's my fault. Sorry, Great River, but thank you very much for being a part of the Brian Oak Show. We're talking to Jen Smith right now. Jen Smith, I know on a rather, only my hairdresser knows for sure. Hey, will you do me a favor? And um, I know that I'm losing my hair, Jen, and um, we're not going to talk about my hair for very long. My grandmother did not go gray until just before her death in her 80s. She had jet black hair, and I'm starting to get a few grays in. The grays are very prominent in the beard, but I, at my last place of employ, had people accusing me of coloring my hair constantly. Have you ever seen color in my hair? Absolutely not. Thank you. I haven't even much. used colored hairspray in your hair. Yeah. Well, it would cover up that ever-expanding. Let's do it. I want to make you look like Jack. Oh, Jack Black. Mm, Jack Black. I'm already there, except he's got a much richer mane. We'll use hairspray for that. That sounds terrible. No is the answer. Jen Smith works at Harrowsmith Salon. I would like to thank Harrowsmith because I have followed elements of Harrowsmith all the way back to Hair Police is where I first met Amy, then to Maud, and I don't know if there was something in between there. I think I first met you at Maud, didn't I? 
No, Harrowsmith. It's at Harrowsmith, of course, as I said. The grand opening, Rocktober 11th. Rocktober 11th. It was Rocktober 11th. I'm more of a Shocktober guy, but I can go with Rocktober. In any event, Harrowsmith is located in Northeast on Marshall, correct? Correct. 1509 Marshall Street, Northeast. It is the most rock and roll hair salon that I have ever been inside of, ranging from your, well, obviously it's called Harrowsmith, so there's a great deal of Aerosmith love there, but there's a great deal of David Bowie love. There's a little more glam metal than I normally go in for. The Motley Crue love seems to be very heavy, but that being said, there's Def Leppard love, which I go real deep on some Def Leppard. So it ranges from glam to hair to all kinds of cool classic rock and roll. It's just it's the coolest looking salon I've ever been in. Thank you. It's really fun working there too. Well, and everybody's really cool too. We are. The and we coolest. like each other. That's the greatest part. We actually really enjoy each other's company and working together. You hear that, Sean? You don't want angry haircutters, so I like it that you guys no. get along. Yeah. And we spend a lot of time together. We have a lot of hair to do. Yeah. Well, no, and uh, you also have a lot of sharp instruments around you at all times, so let's just everyone settle down and keep everything relaxed. But we're not here to talk about haircutting, although if you are looking for something, Harrowsmith does a great job, and it's a really cool vibe in there, and they play really good music. But we're talking about a benefit they have coming up, so we're recording this on Tuesday, December 3rd, in just a couple of short days at the Myth in Maplewood, you have an event where, first of all, if people want to come by Harrowsmith to check out the place, they can bring a uh, an unopened toy to donate to Toys for Tots. Correct. Up until December 13th, I believe is the last day of the campaign, Harrowsmith, you can bring in a toy for a boy or girl, any age, and teens are often forgotten in mm-hmm. the Toys for Tots campaign. So even teens, it's a wonderful age range. Well, and if you go to the Toys for Tots website, which I spent a great deal of time at earlier today, they have suggestions. So if you're like, what do I buy a 14-year-old? What are those people into that they're not going to hate or roll their eyes at? Well, the answer is nothing. They're going to roll their eyes at everything. <laughs> that being said, there are so many people out there who do not have the magical memories of the holidays because they are underprivileged. Or maybe they're a family that just fell on hard times. This is a noble and worthwhile cause, which is why so many organizations get involved. But you're not just collecting toys for Toys for Tots. You're also helping to raise money for a very cool school that Alice Cooper himself, the golfer extraordinaire, but also the father of gothic deadly rock where he cuts off his own head in concert. Uh, He has put together a school for underprivileged teenagers to be able to explore the arts in their many forms, right? Absolutely. It's called Alice Cooper's Solid Rock. And then you, uh, Harrowsmith, that is, are involved in a benefit that's happening on Thursday at Myth Nightclub. And when people come down to see who? Almost Cooper. Almost Cooper, Blue Felix, Frank Fritz of American Pickers, and Pete Burchett. Shut up. Are you kidding? <laughs> no, I'm totally serious. Frank hoping Fritz is going to be there on Thursday? Frank. Yeah, I'm super excited to meet him. So, I'm really hoping he'll stand at the Toys for Tots booth with me. Do you know just today alone while I was sending emails and making phone calls how much American Pickers I watched? You know how much I love American Pickers? I'm not joking. Mike Wolf and Frank Fritz. Frank Fritz (laughs) is the toys guy. Mike Wolf (laughs) is the bikes and motorcycle guy. They are the Laurel and Hardy of American antique collectors on reality TV. I'm not joking. I freaking love American Pickers. I totally believe you. And the thing is, Almost Cooper, Stephanie and Lisa are in Almost Cooper with Chris Box and Bobby Jensen from Hairball, and I do believe that Frank is friends with Bobby or somebody, and they do things out in Colorado, I believe, for like 
the well, solid rock school. I'm getting all confused. There's how so how many did I not know that, that Chris Hockey was going to be there on Thursday night? I don't know. Chris Hockey and I are good friends. I'm going to be on the Power Trip Morning Show on Thursday morning, the day of this, which means I'm going to get up at 5 a.m. And now I have no choice but to come down here, pay for a ticket so that the proceeds go to Alice Cooper's Solid Rock Teen Centers to help kids get an exposure to art. But I'll be honest, as much as I would love to see the proprietors of your fine establishment, Harrowsmith, dressed as the Nightmare Nurses, I'm going to be stalking Frank Fritz. That guy better not be just hiding out in the green room like some Noah. He better be out there rocking. He's a KISS guy. Do you know that he collects all the KISS memorabilia on every show, every every <laughs> well, stop they go you to? Know, Hairball has a lot to do with KISS. Yeah. Yes. So I think that that's the connection. Holy crap. And Pete Bursich, former Minnesota Viking and now color commentator for all the Vikings games on KFA. I... Look, it's going to be I, so much I'm fun. I'm excited about Alice Cooper, and I'm excited to do something right for teens that need to be benefited. I'm, I'm going to be honest, though. There's a certain selfish holiday elf deep inside me that cannot <laughs> wait to see Frank Fritz. Well, doors are at 6, and you can have your picture taken with Santa. It's a totally kid-free or kid-friendly family event. Good God, I'm not used to kids being at my family events. I was going to say, I, I understood. <laughs> it's probably not safe for them. Her name is Jen Smith. She's from Harrowsmith. Don't forget, you can drop off at Harrowsmith in Northeast Minneapolis, right there on Marshall. You can drop off toys up until the 13th for Toys for Tots. And this Thursday, almost Cooper Christmas fruitcake, including Chris Hockey, Pete Bursich, and Frank Fritz of American Pickers. I'm trying not to lose my mind. And about Blue it. Felix. Blue Felix also going to be there. So a super fun night, and all the proceeds will be going to benefit Alice Cooper's school Solid Rock for teens. And the Myth was kind enough to give up the nightclub for the evening for this event. Well, it's so most thank you to the Myth as well. Wonderful time of the year. It can also be a difficult time of the year. Um, Jen, thank you very much. Thank you. And obviously I need a little cleanup, so I'll be seeing you very soon. Uh, yeah, we'll have more information available coming up just a little bit about Harrowsmith. Before you take off those headphones, though, I have to ask you, I asked you to pick two songs, and you went Christmas on both of them. Now, this next one is also a classic, but... The holidays are not always bright and rosy and shiny for everybody, as is clearly depicted in the upcoming song. Uh, the late Kirsty McCall plays the female role on this. Shane McGowan plays the male role. I love the song. Why did you pick this one? Really? You want me to be honest? Yes, always. Because the beauty in this song, and it's such a song about friendship, and by the end of the song, everybody's just locked and cheering and yay and falling on the floor. You know what I love about yay. it? It's balanced, like because life, exactly. life is both beautiful and terrible mm-hmm. all the time. <sighs> Thanks, Jen. We wouldn't know the beauty without the tragedy. Look at that. Are you saying that none appreciate the dawn more than those who have been through the night? I believe that's what I've said. Man. I said at the top of the show this was not going to be a show about affirmations, and guess what? I was wrong. Here's the Pogues, fairy tale of New York on The Brian Oak Show. Christmas Eve in the drunk tank an old man said to me won't see another one and then he sang a song the rare old mountain tune I turned my face away Undreamed about you Got on the lucky one Came in late into one I've got a fit 
Absolutely one of the all-time greats. Now, maybe not 
you know, silver bells. Uh, there's a dark edge to it. But let's be honest, this time of year can be difficult, and people's lives have ups and downs. There can be times where everything's not so great. But at the end, as you mentioned, Jen, you're arm in arm, and you're singing, and you're crying, and you're realizing that when you've whittled down the people that you decide to spend time with, even if you outright hate them some days, they're all that matters. That's the whole bit. That's the holidays, right? That's your tribe. Yeah, exactly. And you have to stay true to them. Her name is Jen Smith. She works at Harrow Smith in Northeast Minneapolis. And she was here to promote the Almost Cooper Christmas Fruitcake event, which is coming up this Thursday, December 5th, over at Myth Nightclub. Chris Hawkey's going to be there. Pete Bursich, Blue Felix, and Frank Fritz from American Pickers. I can't quite get my head around that. It's an evening of Alice Cooper's music, and all the proceeds will be benefiting uh, Alice Cooper's Solid Rock Teen Centers. And of course, Toys for Tots if you want to bring a wrapped, not unwrapped, rather an unwrapped present uh, to the location there at Harrowsmith. You can do that until the 13th. Jen, thank you very much for being here. Thanks for having me, Brian. Mary- I love your office. Well, it's Your studio. It's our brand new studio. It's the Smart Start MN studio. This is literally the first show we're recording in the brand new studio, which makes this a good time to probably thank our friends at AudioQuip because they have hooked us up with some real deal equipment. Yeah, if you notice the sound difference, I'm really impressed with what they uh, provided for us. So thank you so much to uh, Nate and Topher and Patrick and everybody over at uh, Audio Equip in St. Paul. They do amazing work, and they also... Before we even recorded a show, they're like, well, what can we do to get involved? I'm like, do you want to make sure it doesn't suck first? But apparently they didn't want to worry about <laughs> They didn't worry about that. Audioquip.com. That's A-U-D-I-O. Audioquip, short for equipment. Audioquip.com. So our thanks very much to them. And our thanks to everybody else who's helped out so far. I want to thank uh, Amy Stubblefield-Barthel for her work on the website, brianoakshow.com or thebrianoakshow.com. You decide whichever way you'd like to get in there. Uh, Rebecca Slater, who took the photographs for the website, came on. On early as well. Uh, Dave Gatzmer, a brilliant local artist who also goes by Plug Industries, who designed our logo and has got some more artworks in the pipeline, which will be coming down in just a little bit. Just so many people have jumped on board to help and be kind and be generous, and we can't thank them enough. My name is Brian Oak. Sean Bernard is my both business partner and, at least for now, producer, but he is also a realtor at Edina Realty and also a sponsor of The Brian Oak Show. Tell me why you would bother doing that. Why would bother sponsoring the show? Yeah. Because I believe in us. Yeah. <laughs> I believe in us, too. I believe in you, but then I also kind of believe in myself. Well, I got to be honest. I, we wouldn't have done this together if I didn't believe in you. So I believe in you. I've known Sean for 25 years. I trust the guy a lot. I like being in business with him, even though, man, earlier tonight you clearly wanted to pick a fight, and I did not <laughs> take the bait. I can tell. No, you were starting to turn the corner, but I'm glad the show put you back in a better mood. It was the holiday music. Tell me about what you do at Edina Realty. Well, I help people uh, people buy and sell houses, and so my my, I guess what I try to work on is the research side of it, and really try to provide great information for people that that comes through asking great questions and asking uh, thoughtful questions, and then helping them through the emotional process of buying or selling a home. It's well, and I've done through it a couple times, and it's heavy. Have you ever had to hide the fact from a potential buyer that somebody was murdered in a given house? Four times. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we are legally not allowed. To, we, we we'd have to disclose that if if somebody was you actually have to, you can't like brutally hide, brutally stabbed. You can't hide yeah. that it was a murder house. No, we can't. very first house my wife and I ever bought. And again, this is not what's going to happen to Sean. Before I move on to this last story, tell me what? Uh, how do people get a hold of you? Six one two eight five nine two five nine four. There's Otherwise, no way they caught that. Say it again. Six one two eight five nine two five nine four. 
or they can look up edinarealty.com, find an agent, and try to spell Sean Bernard. S-E-A-N-B-A-R-N-A-R-D. M-O-U-S-E. Why? Because we like you. Exactly. <laughs> that is Sean Bernard. My name is Brian Oak. Thanks again to Jan Smith for stopping by. Thank you to all of our sponsors. A quick reminder that our website is now live. And in the not-too-distant future, we're going to work on a little new feature. Once a week, I'd like to feature a song by one of our listeners. So I'm sure we're going to get lots and lots of suggestions, and it may take a while to get to yours. But just throw some ideas out there. And here's the deal. I don't just want to be like, hey, Joe from New Ulm wants to hear Bon Jovi's You Give Love a Bad Name. Now, there's nothing wrong with picking that song but what i want to hear is i want to know why this song matters to you now it doesn't it doesn't have to be like i met the band oh i i mixed that track oh i you know my somebody died and this was their favorite song but just like just tell me why like that's what i want this show to be about i want it to be about stories i want it to be about people and i want to know why you love music because i have spent most of my career raving about the music i love i like to hear other people's stories and i want to keep the show eclectic i want the music to go all over the map i want to hear what other people love jen thanks again and if i don't see you between now and then merry christmas merry christmas happy new year thank you very much same to you although now it sounds like i'm probably going to run into you on thursday night uh sean i would say the same thing to you but i'm going to see you in a couple days and when we come back here on thursday guitar player for legendary minnesota punk band dillinger four billy morissette is going to be our guest and he is also going to be the resident bartender of the brian oak show because this man knows how to sling a cocktail he's super fun to talk to he is conversant on a wide range of subjects how would i know so much a little something I like to call day drinking, Sean. <laughs> little something. I've heard. I've heard. <laughs> oh, stories. I, yeah, anyway, anyway, not like that. <laughs> it's not that terrible. But he just, you know, you find the right bartender and somebody who knows how to pour a decent drink. Well, you keep that person around you. Plus, Dillinger 4 have their 25th anniversary show coming up very soon here in the Twin Cities. So more details on the next episode of the Brian Oak Show. To all of our Patreon supporters, thank you very, very, very much. We literally couldn't have gotten this brand new studio up off the ground without you. Sean, I'll see you in a couple days. Sounds good. All right. very. Uh, you, uh, that was not convincing at all. Brian, I can't wait to see you in a couple of days. No, oh, my gosh. Oh, no, that was actually somehow so, even creepier. So excited. In any event, thank you, everybody. Post-Thanksgiving, heading into the holidays, let's all take a deep breath. As I said earlier in the show, maybe, and again, I'm not always good at it. I'm still a work in progress as well. Let's let go. Let's try to part with the past and the painful things and try to focus on the positive and look for the magical in the everyday. But it can be difficult. Yeah, no, I know, Jen. We're about to go arm in arm. We are going to do some real dranks. And, um, but I mean it. I, you know, let's try to do just a little better. You don't have to change. You don't have to become a saint overnight. But let's try to do that better. And, um, you know, in, in light of the fact that we live in a world that seems to be making it harder and harder to do all the time, which I think is exactly what Devo was singing about right here. I'm going to leave you with Devo, beautiful world. Thanks for tuning in to The Brian Oak Show.